I have a very difficult and a very fascinating job, serving as counselor and therapist to people with problems, troubled individuals, people yeah. with a deal of distress. You mean the stigma? And I'd like to tell you something about my job. Episode four. First one. Crazy man, the year flew by. Uh, did it though? I don't know. I guess it always feels that way, right? Yeah, like once you know. reach the end, it's like, oh, that was. A yeah, at the end, I don't think anything flew this year, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think everything just limped its way after like March. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. After Kobe passing, everything was just it's downhill from there. Yeah, all right, man. Yeah, right. man. I'm Chris. I am Adrian, and we are two AMFTs working out of Southern California. Yep. Uh, this podcast is just us having fun. Nothing really particularly super clinical about it, although we will sometimes share some of our insights. We are not on the clock. Not on the clock. At any point in time, if anything we discuss brings up questions uh, please discuss with your psychiatrist and or therapist. Please do not utilize this podcast as a substitution for therapy. Not like we're that good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not like we're that good. Not that anyone's listening. Not that anyone even cares. Yeah, <laughs> even the ones that are listening. <laughs> it's more so for myself. I can't use this as therapy. Yeah, basically. I think, I think that... <laughs> We, we can't, we're not therapizing each other. I think that's no, kind of what we're, we're trying not, to say. We're not <laughs> therapizing each other. Just shooting the shit, man. But how you doing, brody? Uh, you know what? It's been a, it's been an emotional couple of days, um, for, for different reasons. I'll get into it. But, uh, it's, it's been, uh, historically I've, I've never really enjoyed New Year's uh. Uh, for a variety of reasons, but no, it's been a, it's been a, you know, ups and downs these past couple of days, I think since, uh, since the 31st, honestly. Yeah. How about you, man? I'd be a terrible therapist if I didn't ask. Tell me more about that. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's a couple <laughs> things like just looking. Um, I, I've never liked I've never liked New Year's because it mm. always kind of fills me with a sense of like anxiety. Like mm, mm. I look at like, oh, you know, OK, now it's December 31st. How much did I accomplish this past year? Um, uh, did yeah. I do anything significant? And then it's like, okay, now we have like a whole nother 365 days coming. Um, what am I going to do? You know, mm. what, what is this year going to look like? What am I trying to achieve? So it feels like there's like so much. There, there can be in my head. There can be a lot of expectation and pressure for the sure, following yeah. year. But also at the same time, maybe some self-deprecation and like some <laughs> self-criticalness like for the past year. It's like, what did I really do? You know, mm. and then looking back on memories and stuff, you know, right. Some stuff that wasn't so great. Sure. Yeah. Um, how about you, man? 2020 in a nutshell, right? Um, yeah, uh, I'm done. All right, man. You know, um, I, I've never really been big until like celebrating New Year either. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe. But, you know, I think. It's always um, kind of like what you're describing. It's it's always good to, I guess, whenever you reach a milestone, right? Even if it's just like another trip around the sun. Yeah. Uh, to just kind of be purposeful with like, you know, uh, the way that you reflect on 
you know, the past year and moving forward, right? Like, I think that it never hurts to, um, you know, just try to try to plan as much as you can, you know what I mean, within what's realistic, right? Like, for yourself and, yeah, just coming off, like, I mean, I'm sure it's kind of, like, been beat to death, right? Like, about, you know, the difficulty of, you know, like you said, limping to the finish line, uh, that was, uh, 2020, uh, and wrapping up that year. Um, but, uh, it definitely left us a lot. I mean, it left definitely, you know, uh, it was a year of, of, uh, that left us a lot of, a lot of lessons, uh, you know, to appreciate what we have and, you know, to live more, uh, in the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely that one. You know, like what's real, Right, like what's actually physically tangible, as opposed to getting caught up so much in, you know, the past, you know, or the future, um, in unhealthy ways. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just think of all that whenever New Year comes around. I mean, obviously this year a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to right. But um, nah, dude, I was like, <laughs> I was in bed like by <laughs> like ten forty five, ten thirty. I was knocked the hell out, man. We had a um, leftovers for dinner you know just quick little dinner at home mm. you know I, I think we might have watched a movie i can't remember shout out to my wife my my roomie but um <laughs> but yeah um yeah we were knocked out i uh i i did stay up to to the uh to midnight past midnight actually i was really? i want to sleep pretty late and I, I did that thing where, like, uh, you, like Phil Collins, he's like, if you play in the air tonight at, like, 11.56 or 40 seconds or something like that, <laughs> then when it hits midnight, the drum the drum breakdown hits. Boom, 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 boom. boom, boom, boom. boom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I timed it just right. And the drum, the drum nice. hit down. Ooh, man, it came down, like, a ton, like, <laughs> right at midnight. <laughs> That's a sub. Yeah, I, I've always seen those, and I'm always like, eh be cool you know like they uh you know I, I think it started with like the avengers you know like uh, oh if you start the movie at xyz time uh, right at midnight the you snap Daniels will snap <laughs> his fingers. uh yeah no i just you know uh, yeah new year's i've never really you know not even when i was younger you know like when i was like partying a lot you know i just i don't know i was i was super indifferent about like New Year's and or partying on New Year's for that matter. Mm-hmm. I've always like I I think in my younger years like I'd like to like hang out and you know party or whatever. But I always hated crowds even before COVID. <laughs> yeah, I mean I that's kind of one of the reasons why why I dislike I dislike New Year's. It's like no matter where you go, it's gonna be crowded. ah so crowded. Like oh God, relax. You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess you know, people can celebrate if they want, but. I just, yeah, it, it was never really, like, a, a time for me to be like, yeah, New Year's. Yeah, me neither. January neither. 1st. I think historically for me, New Year's is like, oh, man, getting closer to, like, death. you know, winter vacation <laughs> ending. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but death, too, for sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, just being in school and be like, fuck, I only got, like, a week, you know what I mean? Or, like, right, right. no, I start on Monday or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, no, um... Yeah, this year was uh was kind of was you know it's definitely one for the history books. Um, 
but yeah, I figured you know we could we could start off the pod by uh, yeah just kind of reviewing you know what the year was kind of like in its totality you know for us and our family and yeah just kind of wanted to pick your brain on that. I, you know, like looking at the year through through the lens of, of mental health. I mean, because you know, let's face it, you and I are clinicians, so that's that's what we're always going to start. I feel like. Yeah. Um, my my general sense has been that everybody, I no matter who you are, like we all know that we have like a baseline for emotions, right? Yeah. Anger, sadness, all that stuff. You know, it's at a certain level. Um, I feel like I COVID and the pandemic and everything that went that happened just really raised the the baseline of anxiety for everybody across mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you and I both both kind of uh, we we know about like the the concept of if you put someone or in you know a family or something under enough pressure under under enough stress, there's going to be symptoms. Yeah. And that's kind of what I saw across the board with everybody, like all my friends and family. I saw more emotional reactivity. I saw more low points consistently, more points of fear, more points of of, of irritability, you know, more sleepless oh, yeah. nights just overall. Um, and I saw that in myself, too. You know, I saw definitely an uptake in my own my own depression and anxiety for, for sure. I agree, man. I Came back to therapy this year. <laughs> yeah, same. I hadn't been in therapy for a while, and yeah, same, I, dude. I, same. Sought, I texted my old therapist like, uh, "What's up, big head?" <laughs> She's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, I I I have to agree, man. I t- I saw it in my own family as well. Just like, you know, the the way that this year impacted um you know just uh like you mentioned like emotional reactivity was um it was really difficult to see and you know like we've we've mentioned before i think in the podcast prior um you know having to be the mental health guy you know for your family through that yeah yeah um this year I was a little bit more seasoned <laughs> in that position. Mm-hmm. Uh so I I didn't I didn't feel like I was overwhelmed. Um you know, being there for my family as I may have been at other points in my in my life uh during, you know, challenging uh seasons, but um yeah, it was it was tough nonetheless um you know to see family struggle uh the you know, question you know, the times and yeah. why and also coming to terms with the impact of the times. I think sometimes we, we forget, like, you know, I, I, as we're doing what we have to do, right, especially like, you know, as someone that doesn't necessarily like, uh, let's say, has time to reflect so much on how they're feeling or uh, how they're coming across to others and their loved ones in particular, if you're just on the go, if you're just busy, if you're working and coming back and cleaning, right? Like sometimes you don't have the um, the ability to catch yourself before it's already kind of too late and mm-hmm. you realize, oh shit, like I'm not doing well. Yeah. Right? Yeah, um, for sure. And I saw that. I saw that a grip in my family and I saw that a grip like just in the field, just in the job, you know, people that were like almost... Uh, 
in denial about how a global pandemic could affect their day-to-day lives, mm-hmm. right? How mm-hmm. could I be, you know, troubled by staying home, right? Um, and that was that denial that I feel like it took different forms in, uh, in our society, yeah. you know, over the course of the year, um, making for uh, very interesting sessions <laughs> for a therapist uh, everywhere. For sure. I, you know, and you bring up a good point because here's, I mean, the other thing that I saw was people were trying so hard, and me included, honestly, trying so hard to make sense of a situation that was hard for us to, to wrap our minds around the uncertainty and the level of, you know, the level of uncertainty with all of it. And we were like, okay, how do we... How do we do this? You know, right. like, like what does this mean? Like just just in the origin of, of of COVID, like did it come from China? Did it come from a lab? Did it come from? Yeah, uh, is this like a government conspiracy? Is five G doing it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and then and then it's like, okay, well, all right, who's who's getting it? Who's more at risk? Right, people with O positive or O negative blood are less at risk, or like. Um, uh, exposure frequency, like how, right. how much does that play into it? And we were trying so hard to try to understand something that we mm-hmm. couldn't really understand. Mm-hmm. And so there was all these theories and all these thoughts. And this was the year of the tinfoil hat. For oh, sure. For sure. Yeah. And I think, I think it led people to, to come to some conclusions just to hold on to something. Of course. Yeah. We're always trying to, I think uh, as humans are our, our biggest, you know, um, conundrum is control. Yeah. For sure. You know, definitely. Am I in control? How much do I control? I need control. <laughs> yeah. And this was one of those years when we yeah. really just were not. No, not at all. Yeah. And that was difficult to, to accept, to process. Um, you know, I think that, you know, as a therapist, it was a very testing year just trying to, you know, not just like, you know, talking about the obvious challenges, right? But I think one thing that we, we haven't really touched upon was like the, the big, uh, you know, um, surge and uh, protests and, you know, the social justice yeah. issues uh, yeah, over yeah, the yeah. summer. I mean, they 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 took, I think, uh, the spotlight nationally over the summer. But this is something that has been going on for years, right? Oh, yeah, you for know, sure. This is, yeah, these, yeah. these are, these are uh, issues that unfortunately have, um, have been going on for a very long time. And people have been definitely doing their best to... You know, be out there and f- and fight against uh, the injustices uh, that occur against people of color, um, but that took on a whole new different face this year, as opposed to uh, I'd say anything uh, at least I've ever seen within my lifetime. Which yeah. is, uh, granted, not very <laughs> <laughs> not very long, but still, I think. Yeah, you know, I'm curious about something. Yeah. Like, uh Look, we've seen we've seen riots. We've seen I mean, you know, like uh the Watts riots, for example. You know. Right. All that stuff. I mean, we we've seen, you know, the OJ verdict, you know. Right. Stuff that is directly related to, to race and racial injustice and all that stuff. Or yeah. A flavor of that, you know, some that's it's it's in that area. Mm-hmm. But I this is like the first time I I mean, at least for me, in my very short time on this planet, where I've seen consistently across the country 
for an extended period of time, there are super high tensions, you know, like, I mean, really high tensions yeah. in regards to, you know, the BLM, you know, thing, movement and, and racial injustice and all that stuff. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, there was a lot more tension and writing out there like this year. Yeah. And, um, yeah, before we go any further, I, I just want to make clear Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Today, you know, in the past, in the future, always and forever, Black Lives Matter. For sure. Yeah. Um, make no mistake or question about that. Um, but I think what contributed to that tension was, you know, that, that little device in your pocket, bro. Uh, social media, that's, I think, what the difference was yeah. between today... And, you know, whatever year the the L.A. riots were, was it 1992, 1993, 94, whatever. We don't fact check on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh, but um, that's the difference. That's like when every day it's like a new video. Every day yeah. it's another riot. Every day it's a new, you know, quote unquote vandalism, right? Or every day it's another, you know, it's another video like from like a cop's, a cop's perspective or another dash yeah. cam video of like... Or another day of reading comments. Yeah. Yeah. Another day of reading the opposite side's, you know, perspective. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, is what raised the tensions ultimately. Because as opposed to before, maybe in years past, like you maybe only kind of came across that if by chance you had a conversation with somebody right and even then that was kind of unlikely you know the even now think about it like you know if you're in orange county right and say you know you feel a way about you know the make america great again right and <laughs> and the red hats right yeah yeah but like if you go to the grocery store well at least me, me speaking me personally right yeah. if i go to the grocery store and i see a guy with a maga hat on I'm not gonna get in his face about it. I'm just gonna acknowledge and be like, oh, "You're fucking stupid," <laughs> right? But I'm not gonna be like, I'm not gonna go out of my way to be like, "Hey, man," you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Get out of my store, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I think the difference is, uh, you know, from years prior to like today, or like you know, you know, you know, over the summer, and even kind of dating back, uh, I think the tensions have been rising slowly throughout the whole. Trump presidency and everything that came along with that as well. Um, but it's just the, the everyday reminder, uh, the everyday triggers, so to speak, um, to either encourage your point of view uh, and also to kind of fuel, you know, your emotions, which are already sensitive because of a global pandemic. Yeah. Right? My, my theory is that... I, this is, this is just what I think, and I think we'll, we'll have to move on after this, but, like, yeah, yeah. there was a, I was thinking, and I still believe this, maybe people will agree with this, and if you agree, then, or if you disagree, like, we like to know. That, that sounds cool. Send us an email, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you checked that recently? I haven't. I have not either. <laughs> I need the password. Anyway. All right. Um, here's what I think. I think, yeah, social media, the devices that we have, because that was our contact to the outside world. For a lot of us. Yeah. We were just staying home. We were yeah. self-isolating. We weren't paying as much attention to other things. And so whatever came up on our news feeds, whatever came up on our dash, like 
we paid attention to that. And what was the thing that came up a lot? It was it was, you know, yeah, Black Lives Matter, like the the social injustices, like uh, people getting shot, you know, people getting yeah. people losing their lives, getting killed, you know, and there was not an there were there weren't any distractions for those things. We just paid attention to that. We yeah. hyper focused. Personally, I think that's one of the reasons why I contributed, you know? Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I think um, I had a couple uh, instances where that came up, like, through work, right? I think there was an uptick in uh, cultural competency trainings. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, yeah, you're right. I, I, thought actually, that, I, thought, I noticed that. I thought that, was, uh, I thought that was funny. I thought that was interesting. I, I mean, did not... I didn't pay attention to that, but now no. you're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, there was definitely right. an uptick in uh, cultural competency trainings at, <laughs> at work. Um, but there was a lot there, you know, I think professionally um, as as members of the, or as, as, as workers in the helping field, um, a lot of uh, things to consider uh, during that time frame and even now still, um, is, um, like, like I'm sure we've talked about it before, the idea of inserting yourself into a session, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not doing that, yeah. right? Like being able to remain as objective as possible. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that came up for me personally was exploring how to navigate, uh, and reconcile the, the very, subjective parts of me mm-hmm. um accepting those right like validating you know those pieces of me uh but also respecting um the the profession right respecting the profession for what it is which is yeah. to help others help others in need and throughout that process being an objective source of support for somebody that that really needs it, um, and and for me, I, I found it kind of difficult as uh, a lot of you know these these, these issues were coming up uh, was uh, coming to terms with the possibility that eventually I might I might be sitting across from somebody that I don't agree with. Yeah, I, I remember we talked about this. That was, yeah, that was a very very invigorating conversation. Mm. Yeah, I, I think for me, I struggled with with the idea of what that meant for me to help somebody that didn't agree with me at all. Yeah. Like on something as important as, you know, say uh, BLM, right? Mm-hmm. Or social justice issues in general. Um, yeah, that was really difficult for me. I, I, I really had a hard time. Um, trying to make sense of that, and um, you know, luckily I, I've I've made uh, strides in just conceptualizing uh, what the profession is mm-hmm. and recognizing my place. Yeah, right. But it's a it's it's you know it's it's kind of a fine line, right? Because you don't want to insert yourself, but there's also a there's also like a lot that goes into. Um, being able to remain authentic, remain yourself, right? Accepting the parts of you, right? That make up who you are, like your values, right? Like your morals. Um, and having that, 
kind of be a component of what you, to a certain extent, right? Like bring to the therapy room, mm -hmm. not insert, but yeah. uh, while also kind of, like I said, just respecting the profession for what it is and, and what you're really there to do, right? W wasn't there like, hey, uh, maybe you can comment on this. Maybe you know more about this than I do, but wasn't there a like uh, a, like a release, a press release, basically for for our our profession, like from the BBS or was it camp or something, where they were like, "Hey guys, you know, if you protest in in like the BLM protests, like you know, for for the rights of of people of color, like we and you get arrested, we won't hold that against your license or something like that." Oh yeah, yeah, that tried right. Uh, that came out. That was a thing. Yeah, that came out. And, and if you guys know, like in previous in the previous episode, I think the last one that we did, we talked about like how you can lose everything if you get yeah, arrested for something arrested, or, you know, yeah. or get in trouble. But this was one of those occasions where I, I'd never seen that before. Where yeah. they were like, our licensing board was like, Hey, we understand if you guys get arrested for basically standing up for what you believe in, like, yeah, you're cool. You know? I mean, obviously yeah. if we were setting a house on fire or something like that, and that was sure, a form of yeah, protesting, yeah, that yeah. probably wouldn't work. But protesting, like, let's say we happen to get arrested for that, you know, like. Right. I mean, there's questions around what that would look like, I'm sure. Exactly. But, but, yeah. but I think the board taking that stance was yeah, uh, really interesting. And there was people that didn't agree. There was people within the field that, yeah. that felt a way um, about not just that stance, but, you know, just uh, the political climate in general. Like any um, any involvement was seen as like something that was like overstepping. Like well, and that's kind of like, you know, uh, the idea that, you know, how do you like it comes back to the issue of like how do you reconcile those parts of yourself with, you know, those very personal parts of who you are and what you believe in, and in a sense, you know, you almost have to separate that from what the profession is or I don't know like what do you think because I, I think it's 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 another it's another component that as therapists we have to compartmentalize yeah I you know what so. I mean like you you have to kind of keep it in a certain category or a certain shelf and kind of make it all work at the end of the day man I could, personally it's like I I thankfully I think I've been really fortunate I haven't had too much trouble with this part because I think early on I was able to, I was able to really accept like, okay, I'm not here to be a moral compass or a moral guide for my clients, you know? Right. Um, because I think a lot of, a lot of things that we face that we struggle with are, are moral dilemmas that we have. Like how much do we, how much do we really try and go out of our way to, to instill our values in, in, in our clients? Like for example, hear me out. Yep. If a client is suicidal, mm. um, we want to pass along to them our our value of life. Sure. To yeah. keep them from take from ending their life. Um, if a client is, you know, their pattern of drinking or drug use is interfering with their lives and it's it's you know, it's it's really it's why they're here with us in the therapy room, because they want to help that. I mean we want to pass along our values as it pertains to moderation and living a healthy lifestyle. Um, but it becomes something different when I think a client 
is they're in therapy because they want to improve their relationship with their son or daughter or with their wife or husband. Um, and there just so happens to be a, a, a movement for sure. racial injustice and all that stuff. It's like, is it relevant to the case? Yeah. Uh, who brings it up, the client or the clinician? Um, is it something that's directly related to the, the presenting problem? In those cases, all right, let's get into it. Tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then that gets a little bit easier to, I think, I think um, you know, a mold and shape. But it, definitely, I think, I think something, something becomes an issue when or there's a red flag in there somewhere. If we are helping a client with um, social anxiety, and we start talking about just randomly. We can bring up Trayvon Martin or, yeah. you know, like uh, the riots and how we think that they're sure. unfair. And then we say, so tell me about your social anxiety. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, um, I, I agree. Um, it's definitely a fine line. I think that, like, for me personally, like, my, my issue was, you know, uh, I think. Just in general, like, you know, in the profession, whether school or, like, at work, uh, you always heard, you know, um, well, you've, you've been familiar with, like, the idea that if you feel incompetent to be able to help someone, yeah, right, that you should probably yeah, yeah. refer them out, right? And so, for me, my dilemma particularly was, am I so, like, hmm, uh, okay. stuck on the fact that we disagree, I haven't told the client this, right? But if I'm so stuck on this particular idea that we disagree, am I competent? Is that making me incompetent to be mm. able to help this mm. client, right? Because at the end of the day, right, it's, it's, if it's bothering me, you know, or affecting my ability to help them, I'm also impairing his or her's ability to, make something out of therapy or to gain something out of therapy. Right. Hmm. Um, and so that was, that was for me kind of like, a what I was kind of like trying to figure out and, and make sense for myself. And, you know, <laughs> I kind of put that out there in a couple uh, Facebook groups, uh, just kind of like tr- trying to mm-hmm. see, um, you know, what the general consensus was and, Everybody was like, you need a supervisor. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, chill, chill out. <laughs> like, I thought that was funny. Like, everybody's just like, you need supervision. That's the answer. You know what I mean? Like, um, or they say, call camped. <laughs> uh, yeah, call camped, speak with the lawyers, or, you know, whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, and um, I think that um, that's something that. I feel like that's something that has to come up just beyond the, you know, what occurred in 2020 and social justice. You know what I mean? Like, what if you're, uh, there's like, um, you know, we, we've, we've talked about it before, like, uh, like in school and work and stuff, like when there's conflict of interest, right? Um, you know, if, if I had a family member, um, that, yeah, I think just like the idea of like um, trying to find that 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 balance between kind of like yeah, like if there's countertransference on my end, that's something that I need to work on. Yeah, and acknowledging that for what it is, uh, while also kind of like 
walking that fine line of what it means to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like we talked about it before, like you pay a mechanic to fix the problem <laughs> for you as opposed to like paying the mechanic to teach you how to take off the brakes and you know what I mean? And like, so that you can do it yourself, you know, afterwards. Um, there's a responsibility that comes along with that, right? And that misconception um, puts a lot of, but see, I feel like that, from the client's perspective, that puts a lot of pressure on us to acknowledge the responsibility and the dynamic uh, that comes along with being a therapist and working with a client, right? Um, and so that was something that was like definitely like for me, like I said, personally at play all year. I mean, granted, you know, it was my first year practicing. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> like a. You know, my, my first year, uh, first uh, six, seven months as a therapist, trying to fight through feelings associated with the pandemic, with social justice issues, with fucking imposter syndrome, and you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, just, um, it was definitely a lot at play this year, and um, God fucking damn, I'm glad we're over, you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad we're at, uh, it, not, not that everything's d- done with, right, but like, that we can at least say and, you know, almost like look with optimism to whatever this year has to bring. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I, th- I think going from a place from optimism and, and wanting things to be different, you know, I, I think is I think it's the way to go. I mean, nobody nobody's like <sighs> like someone's like 2020. Well, you know, it's like 2020 is over and it was like 2020 part two is like this year. <laughs> yeah. 2020 part two is this year. You know what I mean? Like, I mean. The sequels always suck. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I think that's kind of like, uh, that, that kind of wraps up my feelings about the year. I think that like, as far as like, you know, what it, what it meant for me person, what it meant for me personally and professionally, you know what I mean? Um, you know, we, t- we've talked about it before, you know, telehealth and you know, the way that that's kind of like impacted the way that we, you know, understand and do our job. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, what, what that, what sort of, uh, considerations I may have for the future. Um, but, uh, yeah, just on a lighter note, like what, 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 what do you expect? Like, what do you want for yourself out of the new year? You know what I mean? I want to like, be, be happier, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I feel you. I mean, I think that's everybody's thing, right? Like, I just want to be happier. I want to feel good. Like, dude, I don't like, want to fucking deal with whatever 2020 brought. I mean, there's a lot of uh, some of our listeners will probably they'll they'll resonate with this because everybody's have their hearts ripped out and stuff or whatnot. Yeah. But like, I went through a bad breakup. Like, yeah. Um, this past September. Sorry, man. Yeah, I know. And I'm not going to say that I was the one broken up with. I I ended things for my for my own reasons. Sure. Um, and that was probably like one of the worst experiences of my life. Just yeah. And I'm still dealing with grief and loss and all that stuff from it. Right. Um, so that sucks. I hope that at some point this year, I, I do get to a point where, where I'm, I'm okay. Like I'm okay right now in the sense of like, I function, everything's good. We're we're good, but I do have low points, you know? And so I, I want to get to a place where, where I, I am able to, to really, 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 you know, flow with the grief a little bit better. Um, I'm not gonna tell you what that looks like because it's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, not gonna lie, dude. Like, I'm coming off of the heels of, of 2020. Like, um, 
yeah, just sad, you know, yeah. like experiencing grief and loss. I'm here for you, man. Yeah, I love you. I love you too, man. Yeah. But also, you know, um, <laughs> hoping to hoping to make some changes, you know, like uh, okay, picked up some some hobbies Aye. late last year. I mean, yeah, last year. You mean like podcasting? Podcasting, uh, <laughs> hiking, playing bass again, which I got to fix because I have a loose uh, yeah. wire, and so nice. no, no sounds coming out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's this like uh, joke on Twitter where it's like um, uh, a guy's version of like oh yeah uh, yeah like cutting their guy's version of when girls like cut their hair and like. Uh, bang is yeah, like yeah. podcasting. Podcasting, yeah. <laughs> it's like I saw another, another version. It was like guys will start a podcast instead of going to therapy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's us. For the, I mean, for the record, we're both in therapy and we're podcasting. So, so we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying really hard, man. How about you, man? This year, man. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, shit. Uh, there's a lot of. Uh, there was a lot that I thought I had like conquered like emotionally and mentally that this year kind of like showed me that I didn't and I'm not. So I'd want to be able to <laughs> reconquer or, you know, feel better about some of those uh, emotional challenges that I that I still experience. Um, I just want to, man, I just want to make. I want to make smarter choices as well. <laughs> I just want to make smarter choices. Like, I I don't feel like, yeah, I, I, not that I didn't make smart choices last year, but I guess f when I say smart choices, I want to just feel good about my decision making. Mm. You know what I mean? I want to mm. feel, you know, I want to make, and take decisions with conviction and certainty. Have you been eating flour tortillas instead of corn tortillas again? I want to be certain that I will not eat flour or corn tortillas <laughs> at all <laughs> in the coming year. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I don't know. I've I've just like I've always had a problem with my weight. I've I so that's always going to be a thing. Like I I want to be healthier, you know, for sure. Um, that's nothing. I gotta lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> I think if if you've been uh, working from home for like the past eight or nine months or however long, oh um, that's going to be an issue for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, just like, yeah, I just want to be wiser, man. Like, that's my thing. I just want to be. I just want to feel like <laughs> I'm not just goofballing through life. You know what I mean? Um, which is a funny thing to say when you're a therapist. <laughs> Like I, I, we're probably gonna save this for for later. Maybe we're jumping. Uh, maybe I'm jumping ahead. And no, if I am, maybe stop me. maybe we need to just jump ahead, dude. Like, <laughs> okay, look, I I'm not gonna say where I saw this, but I, I did see this post. <laughs> I was just gonna talk about it. Let's do it. Let's if do the shoe it. fits. Like, yeah. <laughs> strap that bitch on. Anyway, yeah. um, I saw this post uh, in one of the one of the pages that I follow, where it was like. Uh, you know, like uh, it, it was a conversation. It was a question that posed sort of it was like asking basically like intuitive therapy, you know, which me, I'm like, I don't understand what that is. I don't know what that is. either. But the the implication that I got was that there was these clinicians who were posting and commenting and saying that they were, you know, quote unquote, prophetic, prophetic 
like they could they could predict what their client was going to say before they said it. <laughs> I no, and I mean I I don't just mean like general patterns. I mean specifics, <laughs> like <laughs> like exactly to the T. Like like one of the clients was like, I'm thinking about moving. Like I guess that they mentioned I was like, I'm thinking about moving. Oh, to New York, right? Yeah, to New York. Even though the word New York was never mentioned. Uh. Um, or they could predict exactly like, oh, the client's calling in and they're like a a professor at, right. a, at a university. There's no sure, yeah, there's indication no that referral source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's like it's like, oh, I can I can, you know, um, I can predict what the client's gonna say and stuff. And uh, look. Wait. Are you, are you telling me right now that you're not a psychic? Hell no. <laughs> Here's the thing. I like joking around with people. like with And telling them that you are a psychic? No, 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 no. I do that all the time. No. I like I like joking around with my, my supervisor, Dr. Grooms. I'm like, dude, are you psychic? You know, because he'll he'll see patterns. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we see. That's really what we see. There's, right, exactly. We are not magical. We are not psychics. We are not like, we are not some, you know, otherworldly gods who know something that you don't. We have speak for yourself. Shut up. Peasants. <laughs> <laughs> we have training and experience, and then, but what we can see is patterns. We can see patterns yeah. in, in what the clients bring into the room. And so, if you get to know somebody well enough, yeah, obviously, we're going to see things. <laughs> we are not, I, I think there's a certain fallacy here that we, we tend to see ourselves at times as more special than we actually are. Mm. And that's where we get into the realm mm. of like, ooh, I can predict what the client's thinking. You know, like, <laughs> like it's some sort of magical power. It's like, no, we're not magical power, like, dude. Yeah, no, that's a, that, that has like a, there's a lot of implications there. <laughs> so just to clarify, if, if you're not really familiar with therapy or the profession, um, yeah, we're not psychic. Yeah, we're um, not, not at all. And probably if you're listening and you've heard me speak, we're not that special. <laughs> we're not that special as far as like, <laughs> we're not like these, like, uh, you know, like my mom tells people that I'm a doctor of psychology. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, yeah, our, our degrees don't make us like these like mystics, you know what I mean? Um, or, uh, yeah, like these powerful like sages or sages whatever. or gurus, yeah, like, exactly. Like, I'm l- I'm looking at your diploma right now. It's not it, glowing. It's though. not glowing, <laughs> bro. It's pretty. It's pretty regular schmegular. Um, yeah, but but that that kind of brings up a couple things for me, right? Right, 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 right. For one, the people that enter the field, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Codependency issues? <laughs> yeah. Yay or nay? Yo, go, yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, right? Yeah. Codependency. Right? right? Sprinkling some narcissism. Narcissism, yeah, because we... Narcissism. Un- we understand people, and people tell us things. and Yeah. Okay, yeah. And result, profit. And profit, yeah. <laughs> So, like, I think that speaks to... Uh, f- my, my first kind of, like, knee-jerk, because, like, it speaks to, like... Um, the type of people that could be in the field, right? Not just in our field, but like doctors, nurses, Mm -hmm. anybody that's like in the helping field, anybody that's like um, in a position where people are almost looking up to them, Mm -hmm. seeking assistance, 
right? Right, right. Sort of personalities. And I mean, those people exist in all industries, right? Um, in all working fields. But I, 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 I think there's a, it's, a, it's a particular, you know, combo that could exist uh, in, in the therapy uh, realm, mm-hmm. in, the helping, in the helping field. Right. Uh, and then two is the, the idea of uh, theoretically, right? The sort of cultural, what am I looking for? Like the the theories that were taught in school, are they culturally encompassing, right? Because mm. when you talk about like people that view themselves as prophets, like that's goofy. That has nothing to do with theories or not. But what, <laughs> <laughs> but what does what that does bring up for me, right? Is like vibrations, Twitter. And, oh, you know, the, the crystals and gems and, and then that, that can sound really funny, right? Cause it is, <laughs> cause it is, yeah. cause, it's <laughs> cause it is, but for me, what it brings up is like, all right, am I writing it off because it's like funny or am I writing it off because it doesn't like fit the theoretical picture or my theoretical understanding and education, uh, of what is really useful to help people. You know, it's times like these where I feel like you're a lot nicer than I am. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just telling you like what, what, what comes up for me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, you know, I, I just like, uh, for better or for worse, I think what makes me constantly an indecisive person is that I consider the other side. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I, for better or for worse, you know, maybe it's goofy in this particular case, right? Because it is, but, <laughs> but that's kind of like what comes up, to, what comes to mind for me. But that also like brings up a lot of like, I think for me personally, it brings up a lot of uncertainty, um, as far as like the, I think like the idea of like structure and the therapy and the theories that I know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. makes me feel good. Right, I feel safe. I right. feel safe, and the idea that there are other ways that are like uh, maybe culturally incompatible with Western thought, right? That may help people in a therapeutic way mm-hmm. makes me anxious. Mm. I think the other, the other, the other thing that I, I look at too, and this is this is kind of how I I try to check my my own preconceptions. You know of, of what we do. Sure. You know? Yeah. It's like me. I I view crystals as as just rocks. Really. <laughs> like I'm sorry, <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm pretty sure there are sections of yeah, there are sections of the United States of like of America. You know, like I think I think therapy is being being more widely accepted. But there are yeah. some there are people out there who view therapy the way I same way I view crystals. It's like yep, you're just yep. talking to somebody. Yep. 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 In in a room, yep. you're paying them money and they're listening to you, and that's it. Like, wh- wh- how's that supposed to help you? And you know what? I can understand that perspective. I can't. <laughs> or we're just like a we're just like a tier. Like we're on a different tier from crystals. Just like in the <laughs> in the totem pole of like helping people. Like, yeah. Depending on who you ask, like you're either below the crystals or right. above. <laughs> exactly. Depending <laughs> on who you ask, where uh, determines where where we place uh, as compared to crystals. That's funny. So that's kind of how I try to check my own my own my own beliefs, my own 
my own preconceived notions of 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 stuff that I maybe I don't understand, you know. <laughs> that reminds me of one time, um, like years ago. Uh, remember, our <laughs> remember our coworker uh, Devin? Yeah, uh, we were on the job as peer mentors in the field, and we entered like a mystic shop. <laughs> <laughs> We found like that spell book. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I was like, if your partner isn't spending enough time at home, <laughs> take, take a piece of their hair and uh, sprinkle it into their shoes and like, like do a prayer do with a, a prayer. picture of them inside yeah. the shoe <laughs> and like do like this prayer three times. Like, Stay at home, please. I need you at home, please. See, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you belong at home or something yeah, like that. You, you belong with me, not with them. And I'm just like, yo, that shit was on the shelf. That shit was published, like, mass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there was a bunch of copies. Like, So that means people invested, which means people are buying. You know what I mean? Like, that's there's, very funny. There's me. a place that sells it. <laughs> there's a place that sells it. Someone invented the cotton press. I mean, not not the cotton press, the uh, the printing press. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like so, that's an LLC, bro. Like, and somehow that led to. It. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and see, here's a here's a part here's a part where it's it's difficult, right? Because we're both we're both clinicians. So if a client comes to us and they tell us about this stuff, of course, you know, we have our views about things, but we keep that we keep that stuff to ourselves. Like if. If it's not helpful for the client, if, oh it's, my God, yeah. if it's if it's something that the client believes in, you know, even if it's something that we don't agree with, like yeah, of course. But right now we're not getting paid, so we can say whatever. <laughs> <the> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I I think that it's like I, I, at the end of the day, whatever whatever helps you reframe, right? Yeah. <laughs> whatever helps you challenge like negative thought patterns that exacerbate like. <laughs> Symptoms, right? Like, you know, I, we're, I'm gonna back that as long as it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, as long as it's not unhealthy, as long as yeah. you're not like, as long as you're yourself, not harming yourself, you're not harming, yourself. Yeah. You're not harming others, else, yeah. you know what I mean? Grab those crystals. You're also, also, like, that, that's <laughs> the other thing that concerns me is like, it's also, well, I mean, this is getting into like a more, more ethical sort of dilemma, sure, thing, yeah, but it's like. A client is, is telling you, and even in this case, the, the client is going to make their own choice, but there's sort of a knee-jerk reaction to try to like to stop a client. And they're like, I'm going to buy this crystal and cure my cancer. It's like $50,000, uh, you know, or something like that. I don't yeah. know. I just made that up. I don't know if that's even ever happened, but it's like, that is quite the dilemma. Okay. Let's, you know, like, how would you handle that? I mean, me personally, like I would go into like, Okay, well, let's say you do this. Like, can you absorb that financially? What if it doesn't work? Or yeah, I mean, that's all you can yeah, do. I don't know. Pros yeah. and cons. Pros and cons. That's. I mean, that's 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 my go-to. That's old reliable for me. Like, I mean, ultimately, right? Um, all we can do is help clients make educated decisions. Yeah. You yeah, know for what sure. I mean? um, and uh, whatever helps them uh, stay in a mindset where they can. Uh, make the best educated decision. It's game. I'm just never going to bring crystals to the therapy room. That's yeah, all no. I'm saying. Me I'm either. never going to be rocks. I'm never going to, you know, uh, tell anybody that I'm a prophet or that I can. 
It's the it's the same. It's the it same. It depends. Like if I can say like you know what I mean. Like yeah, <laughs> if if I can tell a client like uh, I charge two hundred and fifty dollars an hour, and then they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, oh yeah, did I fail to mention I was a profit? Oh okay, yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jokes. Look, jokes. I jokes, wouldn't. Jokes, I wouldn't BBS. bring. I wouldn't bring crystals or, or magic water or like or gilly or gillyweed into the <laughs> <laughs> hey, Harry Potter fest. I wouldn't bring hey. that. I wouldn't bring that into the into the therapy room for the, for the same reason that I wouldn't bring my my own system of of beliefs and religion into the therapy room right. because I am imposing something on the client. If the client brings that in, yeah, that's totally different. Totally, that's different. what I'm saying. Totally different. Totally like different. if the client, whatever the client's beliefs. That walk in through that door that help the client yeah. make better healthy. I mean, by better I mean healthy. You know, decision making. Yeah. Then that's game. I'm back that, but I'm never going to bring in, you know, this mentality that I can read their mind or that yeah, I no, have no. like these abstract tools that will make them feel better. You know, outside of therapeutic interventions, right? That are tried and tested and evidence-based i think i think we just there are times where we just we just take ourselves too seriously and we think we're more special than we actually are yeah 100 percent, dude i that and i feel like to me that has a lot to do with you know the type Ego. of people that enter yeah. the field and life there's, there's so many factors <laughs> i mean that's the thing that's I, I feel like sometimes we see ourselves as like these I don't know, like these unmovable monoliths or something, right? Or that like these models of like, yeah, of of being well adjusted or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. anything can happen, and I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Ultimately, and that's the thing, like uh, that I've I've kind of like anticipated is that like yeah. over the years, like life is going to challenge me, and that might change or impact the way that i see things right yeah yeah um i mean and that happened this year you know sure yeah yeah 100 I mean, i'm not gonna lie dude my my breakup definitely changed how i view myself as a as a professional and how i view yeah. relationships too and stuff so yeah hey, anyway that aside though there's like this picture and okay if you listen to this look it up there's like this picture of like this uh, this this steering wheel Someone like this lady took a picture of it, like the driver, and it's like it's her steering wheel, right? And like her airbags there, like the where where the airbag goes. And there's like there's stones, like crystals all over it, right? <laughs> and the lady that posted it was like, <laughs> she was like, she's like, oh, you know, my now my car is getting like positive energy from the crystals, and I'm getting positive energy whenever I make a stop and all this stuff. <laughs> and someone commented, "Is like you just turned your your airbag into a clean warm line." <laughs> <laughs> like the first car accident you have is a bam. Jesus, that's so true. <laughs> that is all bad, dude. Oh, yeah, nah, and that's you know dangerous. That's, that's what we do in life, man. We <laughs> we turn things into claymore minds, like yeah, things that are there to like protect us. Sometimes you know we we do things to try to further enhance our safety and then potentially ends up shooting ourselves in the foot. I mean, I will put myself blowing up in our faces. I'll put myself on the chopping block. I mean, like I'm pretty sure I believe or do things that 
other people wouldn't agree with and, and yeah, think are. Yeah, 100%. Don't make sense. I think you're nuts, bro. <laughs> you know I'm nuts, man. <laughs> Adrian's the guy I call late at night when I can't sleep. I'm like, Adrian! <laughs> uh, I'm dead asleep, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know who I talk to, but they say they're, they're here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is Adrian. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, no. Um... Yeah, I feel bad sometimes. Why? Why do you feel bad? Because I'm nuts. <laughs> Man, here's the thing. I maybe maybe it's because of a difference in personalities, but like I can never see um, myself like I can never see myself thinking. And here's the thing: clients think that we are these these models of, you know, that we know exactly what we're doing. We have everything together, yeah. all the stuff, and that's simply not true. You know, we're human. Yeah. We have a little bit more training and experience and stuff, but uh, that's mm-hmm. that's really it. And yeah, person per personality traits that make it so that we can connect with people better. Right. You know, more patient, um, compassionate, understanding, all that stuff. Mm. But ultimately, we, say we face the same trials and tribulations that everybody else does. Yeah. And I think to pretend that we are some in some way magical, I think it's it's a risk. I mean, it's risky. Yeah. If we buy into that, clients already kind of view us as like bigger than life at times. And I think that's okay because to a certain degree, like that, that helps us, that helps gives us legitimacy in the therapy room. Sure. Yeah. But if we really start, but that doesn't mean we have to believe that ourselves, <laughs> right? <laughs> Our clients can believe it. That's fine. But if we therefore start believing it, then that's, I think that's yeah. a slippery slope. That is a very slippery slope. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, for the meantime, yeah, dude, just uh, keep checking in to uh, Vibrations Twitter, you know, uh, to, um, <laughs> we didn't even talk about it. Um, well, you kind of did. I mean, like. No, the alignment. The alignment? Yeah, the alignment of uh, Jupiter. And, oh, God. You know what I mean? Like, uh, when was that? <laughs> what day was that? I forgot. It was like I two don't weeks ago. Know. Two weeks ago? I think so. It was like a minute ago, but like everybody was like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like a. Uh, that was the day I had bad gas, dude, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, people you were, freaking people were stoked about that. Um, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, we we didn't even we totally just miss that. How could we? Vibrations Twitter did not did not miss the opportunity to oh God. to highlight the alignment of planets and stars. I mean, what happened then? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think I worked that day, <laughs> so I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, but. Um, yeah, man, that, that, I'm telling you, bro, this year was like, I mean, again, I'm not trying to invalidate anybody's perception or beliefs about, you know, the year and what occurred, but honestly, for me, 2020 was like the year of the ultimate tinfoil hat. Yeah. It's conspiracies and, you know, theories left and right from the metal monoliths or whatever like those things that popped up like that people were like oh, you yeah. know what I mean they were tripping about it thought it was aliens like, oh, it's randomly in the rocks what is it like and fucking ca- someone stole it really yeah like, like, <laughs> and, then, and then like uh, these racists in California uh, vandalized it who did 
Yeah. Why'd you say it that way? Because they did. The race. They were racist. You're saying it with an accent right now. The racist, racist in racist. California. <laughs> yeah, I just have a hard time. Just like. Wait. How you know they were racist? How, what did they vandalize it with? Like racist yeah, stuff? yeah. They said no, no aliens from other planets or from south of the border are. Oh uh, God. <laughs> are are uh, allowed here? So yeah, racist. Racist. So I feel like if you're race, if you're if you're racist, you're not allowed to have like technology. No, no, no. <laughs> I think I'd prefer that. If you're if you're racist. You can't have technology. No, if you're racist, no more tacos for you. Oh yeah, you're dude, not allowed. You those can't. Anymore. No more salsa. No. Any seasoning. For Any you. seasoning. Yeah. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man. Yeah. Good times. Uh, except for that um, tidbit from the California monolith. Um, but yeah, man. Um, this year has been an interesting one and I'm just, uh, I'm stoked about 2021, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to see what the year has in store, uh, for, for my family, for my friends. I, I wish everybody nothing but the best yeah, and, yeah. um, yeah, man, stoked to, stoked to, you know, continue to do what we do and, and just help people, honestly. Yeah. I look forward to that. At the end of the day, that's the plan, you know. Um, yeah. Let's see how many people we can help, man. You know, like, whichever, however that looks. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, RIP to everyone that um, that lost their life in, in 2020. Yeah. Um, you know, RIP to, um, to everyone that, um, you know, passed away as a result of, of COVID or COVID complications, you know, wishing everybody affected by those losses, um, you know, the best and condolences. Hoping that um, this year we're, we're allowed to, um, yeah, just reach the goals that we want to reach personally, professionally, and and yeah, just like I said earlier, just make just make, just make smarter decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Not be goofy like Adrian. But yeah, man. I, I again another episode without interventions because yeah, I, I took a break this week. So. Yeah, I, well, I was <laughs> I was off this week as well, so I wasn't wasn't seeing clients, but. Self-care, man. What'd you do for self-care? Oh, man. I, I, <laughs> oh, is that even a word anymore? Like, honestly, look, my self-care has been really just trying to be more in the moment, you know? Um, yeah. I think there is there is, there is so much there is so much temptation right now uh, to, to try to make sense of the uncertainty and, mm-hmm. and to try to control what's coming. You know, like I was yeah. doing that, like, just yesterday. Like, yeah. okay, it's, it's, it's January now. All right, what are my goals for January? <laughs> all this stuff. I think there's a place for that, certainly. Yeah. But I, I also want to make sure that I give myself enough space and, and I give myself enough grace to to not really have all the answers right now and to to just enjoy the things that I enjoy right now. You know, like after this, I'm gonna go and have some pizza. There you go. Um, because I'm starving. <laughs> and what does the rest of the day look like? I don't freaking know. Um, but yeah. I I'm still off. You know, I'm still I'm still taking some time to myself and I'm gonna enjoy that. Shit, you know. How about you, man? Hell yeah. 
Um, yeah, just the same, bro. Ever since I saw Soul. <laughs> well, for one, I've been watching hella movies. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's definitely been like my thing with, with my wife, my beautiful wife. Um, yeah, I, I've been watching uh, hella movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the movies definitely that resonated was Soul. For sure, and and it speaks to that, you know what I mean? Like, uh, di- knowing the difference between like um, feeling like your purpose in life is is what you do, as opposed to enjoying the moment, right? right. Enjoying every second, right, right, right. Uh, for what it is, and and feeling like your purpose in life is is that to enjoy what's in front of you right now. Cause it's you know it's 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 easy to get caught up in in being um, you know goal oriented mm-hmm. right and like oh sure. I'm not happy until this I'm not happy until that uh, as opposed to being process oriented and just mm-hmm. feeling good about what you have to do right now and the results will come you know what I mean like just for sure understanding that so. Yeah, no, my, my self-care for sure has been just trying to enjoy the moment, trying to be more present, um, much like how you described. And um, yeah, RIP MF Doom. MF Doom passed, and I was, I was pretty bummed out. Yeah. Um, I was, um, for my self-care song uh, this week, I was going to play something from Mac Miller, but um, yeah, no, I'm going to play... MF Doom, Doomsday. RIP MF Doom. Apparently he passed away on Halloween and yeah. his family didn't announce it until, announce it yeah. until like I saw the headline. Yeah. Ago, yeah, yeah. So. But yeah. Right. So we're listening to that now. Mike check. To the end for two milli. That's an audio daily double. Rappers need to fall off just the same in the trouble. Yo, watch your own back. Came in and go out alone, black. Stay in the zone. Turn H2O to cognac on Doomsday. Ever since the womb till I'm back with my brother went. That's what my tumor say. Right above my government, Dumoulin. Either unmarked or engraved. Hey, who's to say? I wrote this one in BCDC, old section. If you don't believe me, go get bagged and checked in. Cell number 17, I'm under the top bunk. I say this not to be mean, was bad luck a pop junk. Pop the trunk on Seaside for punk, leave him left scraped. God forbid, if ain't no escape, blame MF tape. Definition super villain. A killer who loved children, one who is well skilled in destruction as well as building. While Sydney Sheldon teaches the trife to be trifer. I'm trading science fiction with my man, a live lifer. A pie 
pipe, a holler, a rhyme, a dollar and a dime Through a sting, ring around the white collar crime Get out my face, ask about my case, need toothpaste Professor mint, monkey style, nigga to death to death And dope fiends still in their teens Shook niggas turn witness, real men's mind their own business That's the difference between sissy pissy rappers is double dutch How come I hold a microphone double clutch COs make rounds, never have ox found On shakedown, lockdown, wet dreams of Fox Brown On doomsday, ever since the wound till I'm back where my brother went that's what my tumor say. Right up on my government tumor lay. Either unmarked or engraved. Hey, who's to say? Doomsday. Ever since the womb till I'm back to the essence. Read it off the tomb. Either engraved or unmarked grave. Who's to say? Pass the mic like Pastor P's like they used to say. Some MFers don't like how Sally walk. I tell y'all fools is hella cool. Her ladies from Cali talk. Never let it interfere with the Yeti ghetto slang. Nicknames off nipple and temper nipples metal fang. Known amongst hoes. Yeah. What about you, man? Uh, my my piece for for this week is um, it's a song called Simple Equation by Madness. Um, it's kind of a it's it's a little bit different than what I usually listen to, but I, I really like the. This is one of those few songs where I listen to the lyrics where it's like, in the lyrics they talk about how opposites exist no matter what. Like mm. you, there is no light without darkness, and there is no like up without down. Yeah. Um, there is no there is no good without bad. You know. And so uh, having that comparison there is sort of inherent to things. Like there is there is a me and then there is a not me or something like that, you know. Mm. So kind of seeing life not as not as being, oh, things are great or things are bad. It's like, mm, I mean, they kind of go hand in hand. Sure, you know? yeah. Things could be bad right now, but they'll get better. Or things will, things might be bad now. I mean, things might be good now, but there's always a chance that maybe they won't last like that forever, you know. Yeah. And so, kind of having that in mind, that's sort of the interpretation I take from it. Um, I think like the song itself is a little bit darker, but it's more like, <laughs> like look out, you know, bad times yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's it's more of, um, you know, things are transient, things are always in motion, and right now, uh, I feel pretty good. You know, the other day I wasn't, but now I mm. feel pretty good. And maybe awesome. that means that maybe tomorrow or the next day or the day after that, maybe I won't feel so good. But that's okay because that won't last forever either. That's it. I love it. Let's scope it out. I was the simple equation of good versus bad, the terror of knowing all that we've had. To be paid for in the long run Books, balance, justice seem to be done Oh yeah, sure, conscience and all of that stuff We'll sort that out later, you've time enough Right now you must realise that not much is fair Where you hunt with the hounds, now you run with the hair Without low there is no high If nothing fell there'd be no sky And white, the mathematical theorem of wrong minus right, the calculation of good over bad. Ever feel like you've been hurt? Cause without love, there is no hope. If nothing falls, there'll be no sky. Without father, 
All right. Well, that wraps up episode four. First one of the year. First one of the year. Thank you to everybody that checks us out. Everybody, uh, meaning uh, my wife, my mom, and Christian's friend. Wait, your your mom listens to it? I don't think I even think my mom listens to it. <laughs> I don't think she listens to it. <laughs> hey well, for one, I know she doesn't for sure. I was just thinking. I was being optimistic about that. <laughs> there, she doesn't know English, so there's at least one person in Japan who listens to us. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, we are out. Take care. Until next time. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year.